this is the Peter Pan story, roughly speaking, is Peter Pan is this magical boy. Pan means, Pan is the god of everything, roughly speaking, right? And so it's not an accident that he has the name Pan. And he's the boy that won't grow up. And he's magical. Well, that's because children are magical. They can be anything. They're nothing but potential. And Peter Pan doesn't want to give that up. Why? Well, he's got some adults around him, but the main adult is Captain Hook. Well, who the hell wants to grow up to be Captain Hook? First of all, you've got a hook. Second, you're a tyrant. And third, you're chased by the dragon of chaos with a clock in its stomach. Right? The crocodile. It's already got a piece of you. Well, that's what happens when you get older. Time has already got a piece of you. You are listening to Switch, a production of Pointsight.com, which constantly tries to conjoin ideas and actualities to draw out a picture of sense. My name is Puya Hosseini. That was Jordan Peterson, a psychology professor at the University of Toronto, celebrated by many on the face of the internet. He is a model of delayed success. A controversial figure who wants you to believe that you are a lobster. Let me explain why you are a lobster. Or rather, why Peterson thinks you are a lobster. Consider a dominance battle between two lobsters. This is a pure fight on establishing hierarchy. Eventually, one of them will lose. Take that and fill its brain with serotonin, and it will fight again. Peterson thinks our behavior in social interactions resemble a similar pattern. Aggression over hierarchy, confidence in dominance. So are we happy to dominate or are we afraid to lose? If you are familiar with the serotonin molecule, you know that it causes happiness and pleasure. But there is a dark side to this. It also develops signs of anxiety and fear. The meaning of fear is evolved throughout the history. In ancient Egypt, everybody obeyed the law. They feared the hierarchy of Maat, a goddess of truth and order. They built amazing pieces of architecture just to please the hierarchy, just to avoid fear of punishment. Or take the Great Wall of China. It is built to protect China from Mongols. The greatest military defense project of history is built upon fear of losing. You might think this concept of fear doesn't apply to this age. But what about the Manhattan Project? It produced the first nuclear horror of all time. We actually built a bomb to avoid fear. But everybody fears this and there might be a justification to steps we take to overcome that. So let's change course a little. Consider the stock market. There is a saying in Wall Street that market is driven by just two emotions, fear and greed. When the market is collapsing or graphs are declining, people throw their long-term plans out of the window and fear of further losses will overrun the market. Fear often contains a paradoxical state. It is a raw feeling yet a refined, rational thought. You might fear to know the bad effects of x-rays, and at the same time, if you try to think about it, 
you might encounter facts that are horrible to know. This makes fear such an absurd thing to approach. And we talked about snakes. I don't know why we talked about snakes. We talked about snakes and fear of snakes as a phobia. And he, it was really enjoyable, really uh, interesting. He told me um, that he'd invite this, uh, the test subject in and he'd say, you know, there's a snake in the next room and we're going to go in there. And to which he reported that most of them replied, hell no, I'm not going in there. If there's a, certainly if there's a snake in there. But Bandura has a kind of a step-by-step -step process that was super successful. So he'd take people to this like two-way mirror looking into the room where the snake was. And he'd get them comfortable with that. And then through a series of steps, he'd move, uh, move them and they'd be standing in the doorway with the door open and they'd be looking in there and he'd get them comfortable with that. And then many more steps later, kind of baby steps, they'd be in the room, they'd have like a leather glove, like a welder's glove on, and they'd eventually touch the snake. And when they touched the snake, everything was fine. They were cured. In fact, everything was better than fine. This is David Kelly at a TED conference talking about Albert Bendura, a famous psychologist who created a method for dealing with fear called guided mastery which he takes a person with a great fear of something and models that fear into little steps until the fear is gone. This is an interesting experiment by all means, but what is more interesting is that when a person overcomes a phobia, they try harder, they show more resilience to failure, and they persevere longer. Wakefield Research performed a study that shows one-third of Americans are more afraid of starting their own business than to jump out of a plane. They fear losing time and money, and they fear to stand out and take charge. But what happens when you deal with these fears? Let me tell you a story. November 2015, on a Sunday, a man in mid-50s, an army officer and an explorer, he started his journey to be the first solo and unaided human to cross the Antarctica. His name was Henry Worsley. Standing upon the white nothingness of Antarctica, he was set to an impossible quest. With an almost permanent fear of death, he murmured, Get wet and you die. This is an ultimate test of character. Being alone, cold and tired in the middle of a frozen hell. He subjected himself to the most fearful experience. Worsley started an insane battle with an ungodly sensation of pain and discomfort. This was an unhuman challenge, yet he found himself 90 degrees south on the edge of the earth. Starting can be challenging. You might think what to even start doing, what to do after, and so on. You might fear the unknown and unpredicted, but all fears are temporary when we encounter them deep in our minds and heart. This is a recipe for courage. Stop thinking about failure, stand upon the land of commitment and take just one step. That's all it takes.
You were listening to Switch, a podcast by Fonsite.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We love to hear about your feedbacks. Head over to Fonsite.com or email it to switch at Fonsite.com. I am Puyo Saini.